Welcome everybody to the Urbane Legend Mailbag. Hello, um, yeah, welcome to Urbane Legends, uh, podcast ostensibly about urban legends. Um, so what we decided to do this week, um, because Series 2 has finished, we've been going through the mailbag or the email server and the socials because uh, we always give them out but um we do try to respond to everyone but uh we uh we're going to answer some of the questions um just not really well live to us i'll respond now we're gonna have a little respond now so i am quick just state for a few months you know let it just state um and with the, that that uh cheeky voice you hear in the background is mr Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. How's your week? <laughs> it's been all right, actually. We're on a bank holiday weekend, aren't we? The weather's yeah. not as nice as I could like, but, you know, can't, can't complain too much about that. But, no, um, yeah, it's been all right. Um, short week last week and, uh, yeah, another short week next week. So, hey, that's all good. Lovely. Um, so uh, I've I've dug through and I've, um, I've not read through them properly, but I've pulled out uh, just 10 emails, just made sure they weren't, um me too or anything like that have you done the same yeah i've filtered out all of the ones calling one or both of us the c word oh i um, didn't <laughs> you know, oh, that's no. fine. or any other in a, in a no, there wouldn't have, there, I mean, wouldn't have, there wouldn't have been anything to read i'll be honest with you yeah i mean yeah they're, they're mostly critical i'll be honest with you <laughs> they're, they're robust they're strident in their criticism i've got no problem with that well that's but, fine um, but quite rightly yeah. how else if it's bordering on an outright crime i've tried to sort of like filter that out we'll see how well i've done yeah. Okay. Um, and some of the, do you know what? Some of them they were a little bit positive, Chris. Imagine that. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, I've not seen any of those. Have you not? Um, no. Right. So, uh, shall I? We'll, we'll go right one on one. Yeah. yeah let's, let's do that. Okay. So, uh, this is uh, not, not a particularly positive one, but um, I'll, go, no, okay, I'll, I'll be responding to the, the, the non positive one. That's good. Thanks. Chris. Okay. So, um, this is from a listener who's called Bacon and Eggs, and uh, they have not said... not using your real name there, coward. Well, unless they are. Yeah, well, it could have a very unconventional name. It could be from uh, the Alsace region. I believe that that's... Yeah. Eggs is a popular surname. Back on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hello. You two don't seem to have any on-air chemistry. Are you really friends in real life, or is it part of the show? Uh, Neil. So I think <laughs> friends is a broad spectrum of opportunity, isn't it? So mm. I think really, you know, Chris and I are two special people who found someone we can tolerate. Yeah, unfortunately, it's you not know. the other. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> well, you know, we used to hang out with other people, but then they've all sort of slowly drifted away. Because, you know, it's yeah, COVID, society's crime, not ours, Chris. COVID was a great excuse we just, for we a lot of people to, to, to leave us to our own devices. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, them. yes. Well, I mean, we, we yeah, we are, we are friends, yeah. Um, we've known each other for several years now, um, only through the internet. Yeah, um, I think we can cover that one before, didn't we? It's been over a decade, but um, we'll put it in, put it in those terms. So what would you say to the criticism of our own chemistry? Well, you know, it's like sometimes you'll see, you know, like some great romance or something and they put them on air and it just doesn't, it just doesn't sizzle. It doesn't pop. You know, it's not always, it's not always the case, you know, about chemistry in real life, but it, hey, doesn't, it doesn't translate to the microphone. It's a slow burn. <laughs> yeah, anyway, look, you wait until around seven season or eight. It'll get it'll get much snappier. We'll be yeah, like we really... you know, one of those thirty screwball comedies. <laughs> okay, well, so um, yeah. other than our slowing synapses and brains, will <laughs> make it a bit lesser. You know, as close uh, to it as we can possibly hope. I'll just I'll just make it tight in the edit. Uh, so yeah. there you go, bacon eggs. Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for writing in, Neil. Uh, do you have? Uh, an email for us. Yeah, just speed us up 1.5 times or something. Um, <laughs> and it'll make it easier for the listener as well because get it over with quicker. I already have to three. do that. <laughs> so it's been three <laughs> really times. That, that, that's us sped up, is it? Be, be like the fucking chipmunks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, let's have a look. Um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, I've got, got one here. Um, hey, both. I'd like to thank you both for helping me turn a corner in my life. Oh. I won't go into the details, but it's been a hard few years, and sometimes I could hardly stand to look at myself in the mirror. Is this from me? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I never thought I'd, I'd feel better until I come across your podcast and found two people more apathetic than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> the fact that you can still drive yourselves to vanity publish a podcast that no one will listen to twice has really made me come to peace with my own lack of standards. And this is from Ted Cruz from Texas. <laughs> now, I don't know... I don't know if, if it's that's, the, you know, Senator I wonder if that's Senator our listener from Austin. You do wonder, don't you? Yeah, because we've got I don't know. We've got could, several could listeners. Could be a prank. Could, could be, be a prank. You know, could, could be just a coincidence. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd like, you know, um, I'm glad that um, uh, we're, we're helping people come to terms with their own low standards. Yeah. Um, it's certainly helping me to realise that um, you don't have to, you know, not everything has to be perfect. Sometimes, just as well, you've adopted that philosophy. Sometimes, politicians are sham. Sometimes, just doing something's enough. I find. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes you've got to measure what you're doing, and then sometimes you find out you're at the bottom of the pile, and that's that's fine. And when you're there, then what you do is you just um, replace quality with quantity. Yep. <laughs> you can't you can't get to the top less starting from the bottom, Chris. That's what I've always said. <laughs> Okay, well, um, if that's the real Ted Cruz, weird that you're listening to us. If it's a comedy Ted Cruz, uh, you know, um, or someone who didn't want to use their real name, uh, thank you anyway. And if it's just someone called, unfortunately called Ted Cruz, who also lives in Texas, then um, you you hang on in there. Um, Right, so here's another one. Neil. You seem to have quite an exciting life with all those jobs and stuff. Lols. Which one has been your favourite so far? And that's from Jill Navarro in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, well, I mean, there's been so many that I can really <laughs> remember what they were. In exactly 50. <laughs> exactly 50 jobs. Um, remembering one of them would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, did I work for your yellow ones? That was fun. You were part of his motorcycle gang. Motorcycle gang. I can't remember where that was. A, I think the, I was a king of Forks. Burundi or something at some point as well. Uh, Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Bazubu. Yeah, that would, um, <laughs> well, that was, the, that, was the, that was the closest, you know, they could, um, you know, uh, sort of translate my Neil Herbert into. It was. You know. Yeah, it's anglicised. I don't know, that was a very weird King Ralph situation and I ended up... It was a, it was a mixture of King Ralph and uh, coming to America, which is where Zabunda's from. Ah, OK, that's just as well. Um, yeah, so that was that was exciting to be, um, to be a, a fictional royal character and mm. related to Eddie Murphy. I'll take that for a dollar. OK, lovely. Well, there, there's your answer. Well, there you go, Jill. Uh, those are Neil's two favourite. His time in Yuri Geller's uh, MC and uh, when he was King of Zamunda. Uh, Neil. Yeah, so, uh, oh, here's an interesting one. Is there another one? Uh... sell it. <laughs> hey, both. Have you ever thought about doing a true crime podcast? Mm. I enjoy listening to the show, but feel your meticulous research and preparation would better suit a more serious topic. <laughs> That's from Wendy in Hull. Wendy. Thoughts, um, Chris? Um, well, uh, yeah, they, they are they are popular, the true true crime genre. I think maybe it's an oversaturated market now. Um, I mean, there are elements of true crime, like Green Greenbrier Ghosts. That was a, a true crime that happened, but with a... Someone pretending they'd seen a ghost in years ago. It. <laughs> yeah, but it's still true. Like, That's true. Yeah. You know, well, you know, Jesus was two thousand years ago. He's true. We could do a true, true crime podcast from history, like Prometheus stealing fire from the gods. <laughs> Anyone looked into that? Where was wow. the money, Chris? I think that was a cover up. Do you reckon? Was it yeah. by, by big, by big, 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 big flame, big, uh, <laughs> big juice, <laughs> big pantheon or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, uh, I mean the, um, I mean it does, it does, it does touch into true, uh, true, 
it being the... You're trying to claim the other trick, by the fuck. I'm trying to claim that. This is a desperate rearguard action, as I was saying. Worse than fucking Zulu, this. Well, I'd say that maybe we are a true crime podcast to an extent. Um, you know, we've looked at, you know, like the Dyatlov incident. That was probably not a crime. I mean, it was true, true something. <laughs> um, the, um, the uh, what are those little fellas in South Africa that um, give you sex dreams? Oh, and these aren't the ones that come and eat you? No, the, the, the vengeance ones. They're, they're true crime <laughs> um, of a sort. Um, I don't, I, do you know what? I don't think that we will go um, for a, a full, yeah, a, a light hearted review of the Ripper murders of being. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, you know, maybe that's what it's missing, you know, <laughs> bit of, bit of, um, you know, purience, you know, if you can't laugh about it. Uh, you know, well, it's um, like tragedy plus time equals comedy, so there's been plenty of time in since. Yeah, Spring Hill Jack, that, that was true crime. Yeah, it's true. So, I would say, I would say that while we will continue to flirt with the true crime genre, as which is what we do at the moment, I don't see us going full true crime unless it was something which we made up completely and then did a parody of true crime podcasts. You think our E Cummings, we contain multitudes and we don't want to be defined by any one particular aspect of our multifaceted. I think I think you took the words out of it's my mouth, Neil. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, there you go, Wendy from Hull. Let's hope that was that was a little bit of true crime for you in some episodes, but you know, we don't want to be we don't want to be too constrained. There's plenty of stuff out there. I've been listening to quite a lot of true crime podcasts. Um such as uh, my favourite one, Dangerous Accusations. That's a good true crime podcast. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Have they done the yet where the... Um, life, life Ruiner. That's a good one. From the criminal's perspective, I'm sure that can't be too far down there's the road. One, there's, there's a really OJ good... OJ Simpson, How I Got Away With It podcast. Or there's a really good one called um, Pure uh, Pure Speculation. That's a good true crime podcast. <laughs> um, uh, pure... True... True speculation uh, with real people hurt. That's a good one. Um, Okay. Hey, Urban Legends. I quite enjoy dipping into the podcast once in a while when I don't have anything else to listen to. I tend to listen to true crime stuff. Interesting. I've got a few true crime fans here. Oh, okay. Well, it is a popular genre, isn't it? It's very popular. You seem not to believe any of the urban legends you look at. (laughs) Do you come to the investment? Do you come to the investigation with a sceptical mindset or are you actually open-minded? Regards, BoxMonkey78 from Sligo in Ireland. So, Neil, do you do you come with a sceptical mindset or an open mind? I come, you know, I come with, um, you know, a philosophical open mind. I will, I will be happy to be convinced that the evidence is out there, Chris. You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it doesn't surprise me greatly when it all turns out to be absolute bollocks, generally. <laughs> No, I'm not, you know, the bullshit detector isn't getting switched off. But that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, setting up as a fair complaint. I mean, you know, we yeah. we do tend to come into it fresh. We don't, we try not to sort of we don't look into research it. our topics <laughs> that we come with, a, with an opinion that's too we don't, we, don't, we don't flog, you know, we don't flog the dead horse of researching it greatly yeah. beforehand. No, I think, I think kind of what the, the idea is that we look at it anew as a you know like and, and go through that like if you'd heard of something as the listener and you go oh i'll, I'll look this up and see what if it's you were about the campfire listening to the tale how would you respond <laughs> that's what you must think of us as yeah it's a I mean, delicate sponge of delicious content that we're just wringing out the moisture from and if you squeeze too hard it will just go through your fingers this is a pretty rough metaphor yeah. <laughs> um so that's how you- i like them there you go, Box Monkey Seventy Eight. There's there's Neil's Neil's response for you. A slightly disturbing metaphor. Uh, Neil specialising. <laughs> so, a brief but but you know interesting question here, Chris. So, hi all. Been enjoying the podcast. Which country has the best urban legends? And that's from Pierre in Avignon. Mm. Bonsoir. Yeah. Um, well, I I would say. Well, America is is the 
of, of actual home, urban spiritual legend. homeland of the urban legends, of urban legends. Of the what, yeah. what we tend to do is do stuff that's urban legend adjacent as well so it can be yeah. myths and legends of all sorts really rumors about coke marketing <laughs> yeah let's think it's a broad church yeah um so i'd say america probably is the most urban legend dense country um I don't know. I quite like the ones that we've looked at from Africa because um, they have, they're not like, uh, and then the person was scratching on the roof. There's like a bit more, there's a bit more about them and they tend to um, tap into some kind of sort of historical myths and stuff so i quite i quite like them south american ones have been good as well though um i don't know they're all good man they're all good like the, what's interesting is the amount of similarities that pop up mm. with different myths and legends and whatever from kind of unique areas all over the world like you know and it kind of makes you think is there something indelible in the kind of human condition that kind of comes up with these things yeah i think there's there's quite a it's quite interesting just to see what the folklore is from anyone particularly because you know obviously you know from something from the uk or ireland or if it's um from the us perhaps we're a bit more familiar with it whereas you know somewhere, mm. somewhere else we're not as familiar with it can be quite interesting to see what people find every, interesting or terrifying every every culture has an ape man that's that's yeah, what, that's what we've taken out of it there's always <laughs> some variation of bigfoot or abominable snowman or Whatever one you want. None of which. Not so we've... many Nessies, though, Chris. That's interesting. There are there are other ones. There yeah, no, no, there are. Yeah, but um, but we're, again, we've not we've not looked into those particularly yet because they're quite quite big. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys, um, what's with all these UBs? Nice using the slang there from India, Africa, and uh. That, when you ain't even looked at the likes of Bigfoot, Fresno Nightcrawlers, or Batboy, that's what I'm wanting to hear about. And that's Scotty Five Hottie from Corpus Christi. Yes, from the, uh, the body of Christ. Yeah, um, that's sort of a town on the coast in Texas again. Yeah, there you go. Um, I was not aware that was a place in Texas. Um, well, I think to be honest with you, a lot of the bigger ones like Bigfoot, I think you should said just there, Chris. We're we're looking to um, to save sort of some of those, and I think you know sometimes as well what we we find more interesting is um, something that's you know maybe you haven't heard before. Yeah, there'd um, be quite a lot of shit on like Bigfoot, you know, everywhere. You know, I don't I don't know what we have to add to that. Although we will, do I it doubt. I, I suspect very little. And to be honest, with you, sometimes we've, <laughs> we we've don't gone have one of the bigger to, ones. It's been a bit. One, even ones where people have never mentioned them before, we don't have a lot to add to. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, so if it's well-trodden ground, Lord knows what will happen. We, we, we will, you know, go through some of the big ones. We've done Jersey Devil. We've done, yeah. you know, um, we we've, done, we've done a lot of, a lot of big series. American ones. But, I mean, actually, some of the, my favourite ones from America is, like you said, was it the Green, Greenborough Ghost? Yeah, Greenborough Ghost. I like yeah. the... Um, I hadn't heard of that one. That's good for me. That's... I like the uh, Dark Watchers. Yeah. From the... From California, so, so I think we do quite a few American tales, but it's kind of like actually we're a little bit more interested in the ones that are maybe a bit less well known. We will get round to the bigger ones almost certainly, but we and, just didn't want to run out of all of them at once. Or, and although our biggest two listenerships are the UK and America, we do have listeners from all over the world. Yeah. You know, like and you know a fair few in India. Um, and uh, a different different places in Asia, like Indonesia and uh, yeah, Philippines. Philippines. Um, so, you know, we're we're trying. Well, we're just doing ones that we find interesting. Ones from around the world are interesting to us, I guess. And uh, also, then it's something you might not have heard of. So, yeah, I think that's the thing for me. It's kind of like you know. Might be might be something I hadn't I hadn't heard of. I mean, to be but fair, they're all something you heard of. They're all something I haven't heard of. Who's this Bigfoot character people keep talking about? Um, but yeah, but that's good. I like that. You know, yeah. rather than regurgitating something we already know. But oh. hey, we'll get we'll get round to all of them eventually. There you go, Scotty Five Hotty. Uh, enjoy Corpus Christi. It's a nice yeah. beach resort on the Gulf. Yeah. Enjoy the spring spring break that either will be coming up or has come up already. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. At what time of year that happens? 
So, you know, not in the spring, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> when in the spring, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, sorry, no, it's me doing one for you now, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so, hi all. I'm sure you think of your podcast as a bit of fun, but it's yet another piece of the mountain of disinformation that is poisoning the internet. How can you live with yourselves? That's from Piers Morgan. <laughs> well, do you think it's the Piers Morgan? Piers Morgan? Oh, almost undoubtedly. <laughs> I think he'd pick a fight with anyone just okay. to try and get some vague bit of attention. Well, pick a, just pick to feel it, something. Pick a, dig- a digital fight. Yeah, just to, yeah, we, of course. <laughs> just to attempt to feel something again. He hasn't felt anything in 20 years. Um, I think that, um, I think we, uh, if, I think it, it's very clear that we're not offering a fact-based, <laughs> I mean, it's about the legends. Um, I think I, I, I would counter that, um, we're, we're not offering and have never claimed to offer any useful or correct information and that, why is that, Chris? You're just hiding behind a joke like the man children we are. Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much that, much. yeah. No, it's, it's as it says in the, the disclaimer, it's very clear about this because I thought we might get Morgan on our ass. There is yeah. a disclaimer and it is for entertainment purposes only. So um, actually, you know, I'll, I'll see you in court, Morgan, is what I would say to that. <laughs> Because feel, feel free to tweet at us and get our numbers up. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. Rather than sending us hate mail. Or send us hate mail. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? I mean, every part, every bit of energy he uses is slightly shortening his life, isn't it? So if he uses it to write hate mail to us, then, you know, it's in the public interest, I'd say. Um, <clears throat> Any celebrity you'd most like to get hate mail from, Chris? Oh. Celebrity I'd most like to get hate mail from. Well, so it could... You wouldn't ironically like to get it from someone you actually liked, would you? Yeah, so. like Stevie Wonder came <laughs> in and told you you're a prick. That'd be a bit disheartening, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be a bit disheartening, considering I... I was going to release a new life. album, you know, for the 45th anniversary of Sons of the Key. I'd finally got together, like, over the last 30 years, I've got together a really solid album. But I've I've burnt it all now. Yeah. Um, who would I like to get hate mail from? Uh, who do I really dis? Who do I really do? I mean, there's long, I mean there's, there's lots list. of people. Um, Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> Quite. Don't know. He's sort of almost beyond beyond parody, isn't he? I don't know. He is like something out of the Beano. He's put yeah. of many, that's not an original observation, obviously, but he is, yeah, he, he mean, seems anyone, to enjoy it. Anyone in our current government would be fine. Um, I mean, who do I... I think it, like, I'm, I'm, kind, I've, um, I've, I'm sort of post, post social media, so I don't really yeah. care about it, any, like any, any of it, and there isn't really anyone that... I'd like, do you know what? I'd like it if... Um, if somehow one of our like silly jokes about like you uh going out with George Clooney or something and his representatives got on the phone to us and demanded we took it down. <laughs> yeah, that something like that would be quite funny. <laughs> That'd be quite good because I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you're gonna you're to die on that hill, are you? I am, yeah, absolutely. Sacrifice both of us. That's good. Well no, you can just you can distance yourself from it. You can say, Well, Chris had all editorial duties yeah. and I asked him to take it off he refused but I'm like no it's all in my that. name isn't it you're fine <laughs> uh hi Urban Legends I've quite enjoyed that's good the first two seasons uh, from one of our friends across the pond I like it I like a limited mm. bit of praise yeah, qualified uh, have a recommendation for season three <laughs> could you please do something to make Neil's voice less annoying question mark it's like listening to Jamie Oliver with a mouthful of gravel. And that's from The Mixologist. Um, so, Neil, Jamie Oliver with a mouthful of gravel. I mean, I would say... Not, that not one, inaccurate. I would say that that would sound okay because one would counteract the other. Neutralising it. Yeah, well, I guess you're getting at it. It's kind of like, you know, fat tongues are even more poorly enunciated. Um, what's that? 
I kind of I think your voice is fine. I don't know what what the mix all well, just. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, what we'll say on this, Chris, is you know we've 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 done rigorous EQing of my voice to make it as as good as it could possibly sound. So this is this is this is what you're getting. I'm afraid you should hear it in um, real life. This is through auto tune. I could, you know, I could attempt to enunciate better, but we're not into effort based solutions. So um, anything that com- a computer can fix for us, we we've already investigated, and you're getting the the optimum performance. Yeah, I'll um, be honest. So, yeah. I'll be honest with you, the mixologist. Neil is actually just a character of my creation, and uh, this is actually just a digital voice that I type in his half of the script into. Yeah, so we did, you know, we did try and do it with like you know Siri or whatever the other equivalents are. But mm. yeah, so you so you so you you know your argument really is with Bill Gates, not with not with us. Um, but thank you, the mixologist, uh, and you're from everywhere apparently. So that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> he must be here with us now then. Hopefully. Okay, let's have a look. So we've got just looking through the oh we've got we've got a little bit of a little bit of a positive one here for you, Chris. So, hey guys, great job on the podcast. Oh thank when, you. when I was on the set of the quest, I remember Sir Roger Moore turning to me one day with a rise day bray. Hey guys, great job on the podcast. When I was on the set of the quest, I remember Sir Roger Moore turning to one day with a raised eyebrow raised and saying, Abraham, did I say that again? No. Right, I'll try for it. I'm leaving all this in. <laughs> hey guys, great job the podcast. When I was on the set of the quest, I remember Sir Roger Moore turning me one turning to me one day with a r- raised, raised eyebrow. Raised eyebrow. <laughs> raised Carry eyebrow. On. What? Because you keep talking about and saying. One day, Jean-Claude, there'll be a free radio program that makes a light-hearted look at urban legends, just like we've always wanted. Right. Sometimes when I'm doing the splits between two shares listening to your podcast, I like to think Sir Roger is listening with me in heaven. That's <laughs> from JCVD in Brussels. Right. So, uh, you see, I think that you've put this one in here because we get a uh, download from Brussels in every episode, which I believe is actually just where they keep the Spotify servers or something. <laughs> but, you think it's, but you think well, it's... Well, no, he's, he's corroborating evidence. Is it really? Here's corroborating evidence. Well, why did why is the email address that it comes from sexyneil69 at gmail.com? I don't know. I, I can't I can't argue for why he's used that server to send his emails. Uh, it's, pop, it's popular, popular server, popular name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um, I'm glad that you think that uh Sir Roger Moore would uh would enjoy it and maybe would uh would rise an e-brow to us. In in uh, <laughs> and a knowing and knowing nods uh, in to say that we're doing okay, Jean Claude. Um, maybe at your age, stop doing the splits, though. I would say, um, you know, get your prostate checked, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, Neil, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, well, you know, very important. Your prostate health, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But for me, you know, if you if you feel you can still do the splits at your age, you know, you go for it. Yeah. Maybe when you're doing the splits, check your prostate. That could be... That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be good, yeah. Easy or you could just sort of blow access. yourself down onto the doctor's <laughs> finger like a... Uh, <laughs> blow yourself down onto a... Like a drawbridge. Onto a call queue. <laughs> yeah. With a thermometer, sanitate to it. We've all done it. Hi, guys. My favourite episode is Robert the Doll. Uh... It's really interesting. Have you seen there's a new Robert the Doll film on Netflix? If so, what do you think? Do you think the uh, producers paid Robert in weeds? Haha. <laughs> and that's from Terry in Bremen. Oh, nice. I have seen there's a Robert the Doll, a new Robert the Doll film out in Netflix. So, uh, is that on Netflix UK, Chris? Yes. I will be having a watch if that's the yes, case. Yes, it is. Yeah. The doll I would imagine look, it's going to have like a... our dear sweet Robert. I imagine it's going to have a limp. Well, this is the thing, is that when they did Annabelle, it looked nothing like them. They, they went for a consciously spooky one. Yeah. But I think he does look a bit eerie, so I'll be a bit upset if they change him too much. Yeah, change I, imagine, I imagine he's like very much like Neymar. Like Chucky or something. Or something yeah. like Neymar or something. He's um, got image rights issues to use an actual... Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. You know, sign Robert the Doll. You make the money back in, uh, you know, shirt sales. How it works, you know. <laughs> you won't make the money back in shirt sales if you sign Robert the Doll. No, because he, he owns his own image rights. Yeah. 
He's not letting go of those for very cheap. I, I, I'm up for this. I'm, I, I plan to watch this. I imagine it will be a, a very limited budget, but that's fine. I don't mind. Oh, well, it was um, it was, it was on my. It was oh, on ne- the, Netflix will put any old shite on. It's on the yeah. no. It's it's on the front screen of Netflix, so it's not like hidden away. I think it's a big budget. I mean, when I say big budget, I mean like compared to the film of like the several films around the Melon Heads, which had a budget of about fifteen quid. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And they clearly like, but yeah, it's, it's the latest kind of like, well, it used to be straight to DVD, it's straight to streaming now, isn't it? Um, I don't know, I think it's just the sort of content they have padding out with the back of the service, but um, I think you just got it up on the front because it's just the sort of shit you watch. But um, I that's don't fine. Watch I'll, that shit. I'll, I'll be watching it, don't worry about it. That's do you think, um, do you think that'll give us a boost in rating listings? Ratings? People will be going Robert the Doll crazy, looking desperate for podcasts. Looking any 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 flavour of Robert Doll they can get. Mm. Well, there's a wealth of opportunity out there, so you know they won't necessarily come to us first. But yeah, you never know; they might give us a little. Well, bump. well there's not loads of. We've, we've had Robert we've had a, a shout out on Twitter from. I would Robert say Dullican, that, I would say that's the biggest thing that's happened to our podcast. I would say that, that Robert, Robert the Doll. Uh, um, linked our podcast without listening to it, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and he PM'd us and let us know, yeah, he can be paid in week. Don't worry about it, Yeah. We struggled a bit, yeah? <laughs> You've got anything, some sick shit, Robert will do whatever. Yeah, don't come to me with anything less than 80% pure. Yeah, you better not. So, yeah, all, all of the above. Good question. So, uh, yeah, there you go, Terry. We've uh, not not heard it yet, but um, Neil's going to give it a give it a watch. And, um, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll give us some feedback on it in, in Series 3. That's some uh, movie review topics. There's a... Hope Pelé's in it. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? It's a bit low rent for him. Yeah, he's becoming a bit more of a... Uh... He only does stuff on... Uh, HBO Max now. <laughs> yeah, but you can blame him. Yeah, Serious actor these days. No, he's lived a life, Chris, you know. And Pathé. <laughs> lived enough life for three of us. Right. You're all right, Microsoft, shut up. Um, just pulling out a few of these into a, into a Word document, Chris, that's taking surprisingly longer than you'd like to. <laughs> yeah. Have you got the, is a paper clip? Uh, oh yeah, it's just Clippy's getting a bit fucking mouthy. Fucking yeah, he's he's going to get you, cut. He's not fucking careful. You didn't turn him into the uh, super cool puppy dog thing. Oh, the puppy dog or the wizard or whatever. Yeah, that was. I liked, still I liked the cat because I like cats. I liked no, as I little think, interaction think, with fictional paper clips or otherwise as possible. I believe they probably ended that with Windows ninety five. Yeah, or <laughs> XP maybe. Right. Anyway. <clears throat> Okay, so oh, I'll tell you what, just a random sampling here, Chris, but inundated with celebrity emails. I mean, you know, you, you, I'm starting, if they I'm are starting who to they, question the emails they are that you're who they out. say they are. If they are, then they say they are. Whisper, whisper. I don't know, somebody might have. Anyway, look. Wink, wink. Hi, Chris. Not bad work on the podcast, my friend. Ooh. When are you going to ditch the dead weight of the co-presenter? <laughs> it's worse than that new Bad Boys movie I had a cameo in, and that's from DJ Khaled. Is it really? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's come up in conversation a few times, hasn't he? Because well, you keep bringing him up. And he now has. He, and now he, apparently he, he's emailing he, in. And he may, he, may, he may be turning up later as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe you will. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Who knows? Um, I, think, I think what's happened here... He's some money. I think um, I think this less skeptical now, aren't you, Chris? I am less skeptical because I know you've had your, you've you've got um, an on-off relationship, friendship with run-ins. him. You've had your run-ins over the over the boat purchase. Frenemies, uh, you are frenemies, best of frenemies. Um, I think uh, I think Neil is an excellent counterpoint uh, to to my uh, charismatic, wonderful presenting style. Yeah. I think he's a little bit of tedium just helps balance very much, the podcast very, much, very much the layman. Um, I think if it was if it was purely me, then uh, it would be too it would be too too exciting. So, yeah. and people don't want that in a podcast. Um, you know, 
just 100%, you know, zany, 100% zany, 100% of the time. So but you never have two colour commentators, do you? We're very much like um, uh, Neil, somewhat, I forget, but Professor Brian Cox and the comedian, and they do stuff together. We're very much like that. Um, Neil being the, the Brian Cox of the two of us, the man with the knowledge, his finger on the pulse of uh, the occult, I guess, <laughs> the cryptozoology department at Brooks University. And, um, you know, me just adding a bit, you know, really Neil come, Neil brings the information and I, I bring the, the laughs. I think that's, that's fair well, to say. Fair <laughs> so. enough. Well, you've said it, so... Well, I don't necessarily, I, I, don't necessarily agree with it, but... I hope that's worked out well for you, Khaled. Yeah. Back on your... Back on your motorboat. So, dear urban legends, I live near Kuldara, and this is the first time I've heard a podcast about it. There were lots of abandoned towns in that area, and I honestly think it was down to climate change as well. But if not that, what other crazy things do you think uh, it could be, guys? Aliens? Question mark. And that's from Rui A in Jaipur. Uh, so I guess. Um, well, it's, it's the usual usual gamut, isn't it? It could be aliens. Well, the um, thing is, we've not really could be looked, magic. Could not, be the military experiment. We've not really looked at desert wrong. ghosts, have we? Or desert spirits, like. You know, I'm sure there are, but you know, a jinn are a kind of desert. Well, they're like genius. I did but... do a bit. Of, I did do a little look. There was a there was a tale of a jinn. So um, there was a bit about that. But the problem with those ones is because they're quite the folklore. There doesn't tend to be a lot of specificity, and it's going to be quite difficult to dig right. into a story if it's, if it's really like. I mean, something like the jinn. I mean, yeah, I suppose you could, but it's really hard trying to find examples of. So I'm wondering, could it be a? Could it be a? A death, a death worm that has um, migrated south under the Himalayas, from the Gobi Desert, under the Himalayas, and then into Jaipur, into um, Kuldara, and then scared everyone away, or mm. or melted them, or electrocuted them with its electric shots, which it can do definitely, like Blanca from, like Blanca from Street Fighter, yeah, Street Fighter, that's the one. Yeah, there's, there's that one. Um, yeah, I mean, what else could it be? Um, you would need to check to see whether or not it's on a ley line or a vortex. Because, you know, that's classic. Classic. I mean, it almost certainly is. Uh, it could also... I mean, could they have all been... Um, people have been, been invaded by the Fremen from June? <laughs> Maybe. Trying to recreate their homeland, you know. Spice must fly. Uh, could be... I didn't watch that three days ago or anything. <laughs> Could it be that people were whisked away in like a tornado, leaving just the buildings? Do you reckon they've gone to us? Maybe. I mean, I think they probably would have just called a horror equivalent. I would imagine they'd probably just been shattered against the rocks, but I mean, maybe us. <laughs> Not got the soul of a poet at all, have you, Chris? Not the soul of a realist. <laughs> yeah. So, new labour, new danger. Um, so there we go. There's, there's some ideas. Oh, of course, it could have been aliens. It could have abducted the town um, and maybe put them in some kind of alien zoo. Maybe just you know over 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 forested the you know overworked the land. And he's uh, already said that he agrees that it's probably climate change. So asking no, it doesn't us, necessarily just have to be climate change, Chris. Sometimes it can be about how you maintain the land as well. I would have imagined Rel- that if, unrelated to climate change. I would think if people had lived there for a few thousand years, they wouldn't suddenly start not understanding how to farm the land. That's what's that's what's happened in a lot of um, societies. The soil's getting worse because <laughs> we, we overwork it. Yeah, maybe they all just got like, industrialized addic- it, addicted yeah. to TikTok and stuff, and forgot how to yeah. farm. Um, so yeah, there you go, Rui. Thanks for listening. There's there's a few a few suggestions of what else may have happened. Now. Right, okay, so done that one, done that one. Oh, short and sweet one from Chris in Southend. Oh, nice. For your namesake, Chris. Hi, Chris. Loving the podcast. Who is your favourite paranormal investigator? It's from Chris in Southend. I'd have to say Neil Herbert. (laughs) Um, I. Why would you lie to Chris? <laughs> Your name's so. Well, because 
us Chris's are very much like the Highlanders. There can be only one. Um, I don't know. But who were those? Um, I mean, just trying to cover up the fact that you don't know any paranormal investigators. Who were those Who were those con, con artist ones who... Uh, the Warrens. The Warrens, yeah. Them. I don't know. <laughs> them, them next question. <laughs> the very famous ones, the Warrens, yeah. I don't know. There's, I quite... From speaking personally, I like the... Um, no, my favourite one, without a shadow of a doubt. I can't remember what this is on, but I saw. I can't, I can't remember the program I saw it on. But there's there's basically where well, there's one where they do they have a Zach Baggins character. He's like the colourful. Whoa, maybe there's an energy going That's on. Like me, the me sunglasses up. Yeah, and then there's like the a medium, and she comes in and is really over dramatic. Oh, you got the And then builder. there's just and then they just got this builder who comes yeah. in. And go, well, what you've done there is you've not playing that door. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> going to be giving you something like that. Well, look, I mean, you've got drip down there, so that's going to go. It just comes really just, you know, it's brilliant. I, I love that just deadpan just goes through and just basically explains that you've not maintained your house properly. And that's where you get all these squeaks and creaks. But by far and away, my favourite paranormal investigator. Cool. Well, there you go, Chris. I've got to find out his name. I'm gonna get, I think I'm going to get a tattoo. Yeah, good. Another one. Yeah. yeah another um, so I've got one here for you. So one for you. Oh. Uh, short and sweet. Neil, you're a big guy. Would you fight a Yowie for a million dollars? And that's from Tim in Canberra. Is oh Tim Tim in Ca- Canberra? You say I don't think it's that Tim. It's not Tim the Yowie man. You don't I think? Wouldn't have, well, I mean, it'd be on somebody. Well, if, if it is Tim, or you're, or you're listening, you know, well done in the fight against Canberra. Good luck to you. Um, you know, maybe right back man's, now and then. Man's fight. Man's fight against Canberra. Stop slagging off lakes. Yeah. Um, you know, you I know you're full of anger after you after you you know three rounds with Cadbury's, but uh, you yeah, know, don't the, take it out, the lakes lakes. out of it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and don't need to um, I've forgotten what the question was now. Would you oh, fight, would I fight yeah, a million dollars? So they're supposed to run away, aren't they? They're supposed to be a bit. Yeah, but I imagine uh, that it'd be in like, a, fan- like a, a, um, a UFC steel cage. I reckon. Yeah, it'd be really good at like. I don't know, Crab Magar or what's that one they do or grappling and stuff like that. Was it Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or something? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big one for fight. You know, I don't have any fight training. So if it was a UFC, well, I, a million quid though, you've got to give it a go, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But be be aware that the Australian dollar. I'm just doing this. Well, that's at least. I'm not sure. Was it used to be something like one in four? Was it like 250 grand? Let's have a look. So a million dollars. Uh, I mean, it's still half a million quid. It's about right, half now. It? Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? That's not too shit. I, I couldn't turn. I can't turn my nose up at that. But so you'd fire Yowie for. I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah. For five hundred. So you know, if you wants to put, if, if anyone has access to a Yowie and wants to put a GoFundMe for, if it's some bizarre reason, five hundred sixty-three thousand two hundred eighty pounds. Your must-see fight is me versus a Yowie. Then yeah. Bring it well, on. Well, we know, can make that happen. People are paying a lot to see Logan Paul fight people, so why not? That's true, yeah. This is a lot cheaper, and I'd say probably more of a spectacle. I think, yeah. I think, I think yeah, you get more out you of it. versus a mythical beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find him first. Oh, we've got over 200 views on YouTube. <laughs> oh, Right. Do you know what though? Because that's the thing is Logan Paul, he could turn it. I mean that, that he wouldn't he'd spend that on breakfast, wouldn't he? Would you fight Logan Paul for five hundred and sixty three thousand two hundred and eighty pounds? Oh yeah, with, with pleasure. I'm sure it beat me <laughs> out, don't get me wrong, but I'm it's a lot absolutely money, convinced it? of it. But yeah, it's fine. Are you convinced of it? He, he's quite musty, but I don't think he's street smarts. Well, the thing is, Chris, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about. Fit, what, so. I'm not, hey, I'm not talking Queensbury rules. I'm talking fighting. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd try and throw sand in his eyes. <laughs> You know, don't get me wrong. I'm going to try and fight fair. Set him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Petrol bomb. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, just yeah. bite his testicles off. <laughs> Where's your viewers now, Logan? Where's your, where's your platinum play button now? Stick this in plexiglass. Lovely. There we go. There you go. All right, that came Take to it. a... Take it to the streets. Terrifying end. <laughs> well, after my fight with my Yowie, maybe I will sort of, you know, get back in touch with my, uh, you know, primal nature. Who well, knows? 
the Yowie's in the Yowie's wake something up in me that I didn't know. It's like, it's like Rocky, you fight the Yowie, and then the Yowie's like your Apollo Creed, and he ends up in your corner. Yeah. And then I unite Twitter and YouTube, like 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 he solved you know the Cold War by punching a Russian and then going. I don't know what was the ending of that movie. He did he did solve the Cold War by winning a fight, didn't he? I think probably. If I can have a fight, you can have a fight. I'm Russian American. We can all be together. And then fight each other. Fight to black. So nobody realises how ridiculous I think it's. And you just see the Berlin Wall fall. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, saw that in the 80s, loved it. Not a problem. I had, had no issue with that. <clears throat> nah. Uh, we all learn over time, Chris. Anyway, I don't. right. One for me, is it? Well, okay. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Just different no. set of mistakes. Look very similar <laughs> to the old ones. Better Another short and sweet one. So, hi, Chris. Enjoy the podcast, but when are you going to do Bigfoot? And what's your scariest urban legend? Tammy from Auckland in New Zealand. Oh, hi, Tammy. Uh, well, I don't know when we're going to do Bigfoot. We're going to do... There's lots holding of... Holding it off, haven't we? We're holding it off. Holding back, holding back the tears. Maybe maybe we'll, like our last series will be a power series where we It'd just... Do a Bigfoot series, do all the Bigfoots. Well, I think you could do a mini-series, which is just every one of the ape legends, which you do like a 10-part ten, a ten series. Um, but the answer is don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just don't have much to say about Bigfoot, really. I mean, there'll be loads of funny stuff, and it'd have to be like a two-part or whatever. Because it's more the the people, the Bigfoot hunters, people that around it. It's because people fun. really get into it, and it's like, um, I mean, like Joe Cornish is really into Bigfoot stuff. And that bloke who just um, who uh, who said he had a Bigfoot in the freezer, and it was actually yeah. just like one. It, it was like a bear's body with a Ronald Reagan mask on it, or something. I love when a lie <laughs> inevitably is going to get you caught out. And just that love. Are you yeah. trying to sell it for like for hundred thousand? No one can see it. Yeah, yeah. buy it on you know sight unseen hundred thousand yeah it's a nice yeah there's good do you know what like we always say respect the grift there's gonna be a fuck over that if we do bigfoot yeah um scariest urban legends um that we've looked at oh uh i'm not sure really neil do you have a scariest one um, um. <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> You got you, I can't remember how many of these we've done, but there's some like um, like Mrs. Koi Koi and stuff like that. Mm. The um, you'll get sort of like a Korean or a Japanese one. Um, they tend, or I, th- I think actually Mrs. Koi Koi was it might have been African actually. Yeah, she was. But, yeah. Um, but some of the, yeah, so some of the African ones and some of the some of the Japanese and Korean ones can be quite sort of brutal. They'll just be like somebody who get just stabs people in the top. I mean, get right to the point. Yeah, um, I'm you about. Know, so you can see why J horror became a big thing in the nineties. Is there's some pretty brutal ghosts and stuff that are getting on with business there they don't muck around whereas you know here we've got you know bloody mary spooking you in a mirror or whatever and they just come and sort of slice your tendons off so yeah extreme physical pain isn't something i'd be particularly keen on experiencing uh, so uh, yeah that's that terrifies me right i'm just having a little look through if it were if it were right <laughs> yeah because um, like the animal animal people and stuff like that i tend to feel more sorry yeah. for them yeah yeah me too um. So, I mean, none of them are very scary. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's interesting because we did make it cornerstone of our, you know, of our scoring system. Because yeah. your ultimate urban myth, you would, you know, be, be spooky. I think spooky. You know, I would it. say maybe the, the only one. I guess the. Um, my way curse is quite scary just because they're actual acts of horrendous physical violence that happen um, and are at, they're recorded and have happened. Um, so, you know, yeah, I like think the, like the, getting going, walking into town where literally no one gives a fuck and if you say the wrong thing, yeah. they're pulling out a gun. Yeah. I mean, we've both been in pubs where there's like some simmering undercurrent of physical violence <laughs> that might pop out of an evening. Yeah. That's awful. Neither of us have been to that. But the fact that that could be, you know, end up with gunplay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I'd say that. maybe the My Way curse, like, the, you know, the bloke, like, just <clears throat> stabbing someone up. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I guess the yeah. things which I find, the ones which are kind of scariest to me aren't really the supernatural ones. They're more 
the ones around, you know, like something, you know, the reason why something like Amityville is a bit like, oh, is not because I actually believe that the person was inhabited by demons. It's because someone was mentally ill and killed their whole family. So I think, though, like stuff like that that's more realistic is probably the, the scariest bit. And, you know, people kind of paint a supernatural veneer, but the truth is that the human mind, in some instances, given the right circumstances, and probably given the right chemical makeup in your brain, which isn't really your fault, can snap and you can do and people can do awful things. So but then I'm not really scared of other humans particularly, but you know, I wouldn't particularly want to face someone who was really right. desperate yeah. to kill me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well you could never I mean no matter what what you think you, you could or couldn't defend yourself. I mean I wouldn't necessarily say one way or the other, but um you know, you could never, you know, you could never know for somebody who's really determined or, you know, yeah. unfortunately guns aren't particularly prevalent where we are. But uh, yeah. You know, that obviously is something you can't really defend yourself against either. So, there you go. There's your answer. Nice and serious. Uh, Neil, my cousin knows DJ Khaled, and he doesn't even like boats. I've heard Wiz Khalifa like sailing, though. DJ Khaled likes dirigibles. Check out his Insta. Get your facts straight. And that's from Jeff K in Miami. So, Neil, are you going to get your facts straight? Uh, he's clearly, you know, he's stirring up trouble a bit today, isn't he? <laughs> do, you think, again. Do, you, do you think Jeff K is Jeff Khaled? Well, it's nice, that he like, know, Chris. it's nice that he likes dirigibles, isn't it? Maybe he's into, yeah, well, he might be into steampunk. <laughs> oh, we've got a steampunk question, unfortunately. Oh, I can't believe, can't believe I feel like deleting that now. Yeah, he probably would. He probably, look, we, look he's, he's going to try and drive Phileas Fogg. <laughs> It's dirigible. I can't answer the question now. I'm just furious because you know you've thrown steam tank into over mix. Miami in a hot air balloon. Right. Right. Go and do one back in Miami, Khaled. Right. Get back, get back on your dirigible. But what about Wiz Khalifa like sailing? So you know, maybe maybe that's more your pace. I'm sure, I'm sure Wiz Khalifa likes sailing when he's stained. Or driving when he's stoned, or sitting around watching bad movies when he's stoned. I think it's more the getting stoned part that was Khalifa. Like, so I, I would imagine, yeah. Well, he, he made he made a whole film with um, what's his face um, Snoop Dogg, didn't he? Did he? Have you seen this? It's terrible. Um, they're both like it's like a back to school thing. Oh, okay. So Wiz Khalifa's like the valedictorian, right. and he's uptight and all that. And yeah. Snoop Dogg's like just Snoop Dogg, and he just teaches him about how awesome it is to smoke weed. Right, 60-year-old Snoop Dogg going back to school, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we make a joke of that, it's like, yeah, he's, he has to keep repeating the class, except, you know, it's like, it must have been about 40, 40 years where he's been in high school. Yeah, because the thing is, it's not, like, it's not like they end up having to go for some comedic premise, like Snoop Dogg that's is just, literally still in high school, school, apparently. Yeah. Oh, do you know, well, you know... That's the, funniest, that's the funniest joke in the entire Lean into film. it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, other than that, they just smoke an awful lot of weed. Well, you know, it's um, it's a subculture. It's a, a cosy sure, seventy it? minutes. With um... I mean, I smoked weed a bit when I was younger, like when I was teenager, early twenties. So I kind of knocked it on the head then because I stopped liking it. But um, I can't say that I really got into or finding weed stuff really funny. You know, like Cheech and Chong or. Snoop Dogg films where he's getting stoned or stuff like that. Like I can't, I didn't, or I didn't like Harold and Kumar get the munchies. I didn't find weed stuff particularly funny. I think, and good luck to you if you're into it, like Mm. whatever you want to do, um, as long as it doesn't harm yourself or others. Um, You can harm yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, you can definitely do too much. I smoke cigarettes, it harms me. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. As, as best as best as you can without me being too critical about it. But um, no, I, I just get the idea that any kind of thing where there's like a real culture around it, like you mm. know, that we culture thing, I just find it's a bit sort of instantly move away yeah. from. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fine. You know, don't get me wrong. If you, well, it's like you're... cultures around different styles of music. That's instantly something I don't want any part of. Even though I might like songs from that type of music, I don't want to. Well, you know, dress in the same uniforms, you know, like you and dressing as a juggler and that kind of stuff. I I refuse to do it. I I actually refuse to walk around town with you when you're on your little. um, With my juggler fan, 
when you dress dress as a juggalo on your um, on your yeah. inliners skating around. How I do grinding for life, grinding out, around the back of the library, grinding, yeah. doing a bit of meth. Anyway, um, there you go. There's a thank, thank you um, for for that question, Jeff K. Right, so I've got I've got two more for you, Chris. So hopefully, there's um, I've got two more do. as well. We're going to turn a piece. So is <clears throat> this is a long one. So hi guys, just wanted to say the podcast certainly isn't the worst one out there. That's good. There are a few bits that made me chuckle. Oh. I'd say Chris is fairly funny, but not as funny as he thinks he is, which is fine because <laughs> who could be? <laughs> Did you write this? Wow. Um, <clears throat> I don't, oh, no, no, he's, sometimes he coughs. I think he might smoke too much. Now, far be it from me to say it's aging him. I've seen it on the socials. Anyway, don't give up. It's not that bad, and as long as you enjoy it, who's going to stop you? Well, we'll find out, won't we, I suppose? Oh, that's uh, interesting. So that was from Benjamin Hyde in Seven Oaks. Seven Oaks. Oh, not not no, far from us. Not too far from us. Um, well, thanks, Benjamin. Um, yeah, uh, it kind of feels like... Um, He's got a few pointers there for you. <laughs> slightly sort of uh, faint, faint praise, but kind of, I don't know, is he negging me? It feels a bit like negging. But no, he doesn't, he doesn't mention me, which is really what I was interested in, Chris. So. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to be honest with you, as soon as he started, you know, I think talking I'll, about you, I just kind of, my brain turned off. Just and I just, off, you know, just, yeah, wrote, just read the words out, whatever. Um, Something about he shouldn't smoke, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a bit weird that you kind of... Um, Judging my appearance on socials, but um, I think he's stalking you. No, I don't think. So. I don't know. I don't know. I want just in, you know, just a nice, nice, as interested. Um, well, I mean, you know, know, not, you know I do, I do, I do. I do. I don't think it's aging me that much. I think I look quite young for nearly forty. But um, do you? you know, don't ever lie, police. It's an rely on telling myself. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you, yeah. Uh, thanks, Benjamin. Uh, I appreciate appreciate you you know listening, and I'm glad it gives you a few chuckles, even if I'm not quite as funny as I think I am. Um, right, move on. Uh, hi, Neil. You have spoken about some human animal hybrids, and you seem to like them. Yeah, if you could have a secret government experiment done to you, which animal would you blend with, and why? And that's from Deirdre in O'Fallon. I'm going to say a lion, and not for the obvious reason. Oh, ah. aesthetically, they look Royal awesome. Britannia, Britannia, ba, ba, no, ba, no, not necessarily. <laughs> well, lions run all sorts of shields of um, countries, aren't heraldry, they? So yeah. yeah, heraldry. heraldry. So, I, oh, I wasn't really going there. No, I tell you, I tell you why. I was just thinking, well, sleep okay. a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Now that was basically. I, I've seen like <clears> when I'm studying pussy cat then. Well, just something at London Zoo. No, because because lions look awesome. This thing is, you go up and you see them, and they look really majestic, mm. and they just kind of like got this really regal appearance. And they just kind of like yawn a bit, and then just kind of have a lie down. Do you think that you'd look like that lion who's like the spokes thing for Six 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 Casino? Sounds awful. <laughs> I'm just trying to think though, which part of me would be the lion, and which part of me would, would be me? Because I think I might look a bit less regal and majestic if it was my. Fucking boat your head jutting out of a lion's head. Just yeah. your head on a lion's body. Yeah. I don't know, give it a go. Look like the Sphinx. Well maybe if I could yeah transplant my transplant my head with a lion's. What if you head. had your head, lion's body, but your arms and legs? <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it, Neil? <laughs> Do you think distressing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. We've got to keep the tail at least, don't we? Um yeah, I don't know. I, I, no, I'm, I'm wondering now, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe just have a lion's head. I'm going to have to think about this. Sorry, I've missed the missed the name. I think it's a good question. I think definitely a lion. Deirdre. I'm going to Deirdre, I'm going to have to have a think about this, Deirdre. I don't know whether I'm putting a lion's head on my shoulders or whether oh. I'm putting my head on a lion's body. I mean, you could just, two, what about half and half down the middle? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to pan out very well for either of us. What about like what about like a centaur with a lion's body and your torso rising up from the neck uh, with your arms? Or maybe you've got two heads. 
So it's two headed. It's one one on the lion head and one with my um, one with my head jutting out. Would the lion's head have a lion's Stupid brain in it? Well, well. Yeah. So it'd just eat your and a lion's courage. Nah, wouldn't it be like fucking yeah? This is metal. Let's do it. <laughs> Speaks perfect English as well for some reason. So it does it's got a lion's, lion's instincts. Well, no, it's kind of it's a cross between you know. You've got a lion's brain and it's got your brain. No, we we, we influence one another. Me You've and my lion brother. The brains. So, like, your your head's, like, constantly trying to eat gazelles, but, like, breaking its teeth and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. Uh, well, there you go, Deirdre. Um, Neil's going to have a little bit more of a think about it, but he's but uh, in some combination, it's him and a lion, unsurprisingly. Might, might the, have the griffin wings, of the I don't know. <laughs> might have griffin wings. Like a only, she said one. Yeah, um, well. Can't have It's not a fantasy. It's a question. Yeah. It's an answer to a specific question, Neil. Mm-hmm. Come on, then. Nearly there. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> I've got one, one, one last one for you, Chris. Uh-huh. So, um, hey, Chris. Hi. What's your, what's your favourite steampunk invention? <laughs> Mine is the steam power ruler. It looks so cool. Cheers. And that's from Paradox Expressed. And um, I'll say Paradox has got two X's and yes. there are dollar signs as the S's. I don't know why in Express. Well, that's a cool name. Uh, pretty cool, <laughs> isn't it, for a pretty cool guy? Pretty cool guy. Yeah. Uh, my favourite um, steampunk invention, I would have to say the steam train. Next question. <laughs> is that not just steam power? Yes. Um, so the steampunk... You've got I mean, to put some uses on it for it to be steampunk. Okay. Uh Steam powered toaster. That do. It's got well, like you, you put Brad's your toast it up very well, is it? Never mind, it looks cool. <laughs> you put your toast in, you put and then you put like a little bit of coal in the thing and up <laughs> twiddle with the gauges. Choo-choo-t. And then your toast comes out. Oh, lovely and burnt. <laughs> right, well that, that's my answer, toaster. <laughs> That's yeah, Paradox Express. That's the sorry, Paradox Express. You and, and equally stupid and pointless as the one steampunk things to me. But there you go. I'll let you and Chris enjoy it. Uh, right. So, um, oh, this is a good one to to finish on. Um, it, it, it's a criticism, I think. I'll take the uh, chin. Have you guys been contacted by the CIA to use this podcast in enhanced interrogations? Also, who writes the script? A brain dead monkey, and that's from Whifflecuck. Yeah. Um, so no, we would we, we would welcome if the CIA would like to reach out and use it for enhanced interrogation. We've got no problem with that. And we will do it. We'll do it. We'll do it for quite a low price because um, we're yeah. patriots. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's fifty hours of torture. You could really drive something <laughs> over the edge with these back to back. Oh, you should hear some of the unreleased stuff. Oh, yeah, we've got, some, we've got some extra tasty stuff. You can <laughs> we'll, check, we'll chuck in the yeah. unedited stuff for an extra 10%. This is this is just like three chilies on the heat scale. We've got some, <laughs> some Vindaloo motherfucking filed stuff you can, you can get a hold of if you if you want for real in, in you really want, interrogation. You really want to break someone. Yeah. Mind um, and dad's spirit and body. Um, and also, is, is the <laughs> scripts written by a brain-dead monkey? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm amused you think there's a script. Yeah, so, there isn't. There yeah, isn't a script. Joke's on you, isn't it? Who wrote, who wrote that? It's from Whifflecuck. <laughs> yeah, Cuck, all right, Whiffle. I, don't know what I think, I think Whifflecuck might be an incel. Oh, really? Do you think he's, he's calling, is he, is he telling us we're a pair of cucks? Fair enough. That talk that Whiffle. Kind of... Or it could have been, it could be Boris Johnson. Whiffling. <laughs> well, he, he tends to be the other way around, doesn't he? He's more... Cuck Whiffle. No one is more, um, you know... But he's, he, he's the kind of person who say the word whiffle. Yeah. Or he just come out with some, like, shockingly racist thing from about 300 years ago you've never heard of. Now, sadly, <laughs> have to take space in your brain. Um, so, no, it's not... Oh, wow, I had to, had to reach out to a, a dictionary to find out how hateful that was. Thanks for that, Boris. Whiffle cut, you'd be shocked to hear that it's not scripted. It would be a really... I mean, that would be an interesting... If this was scripted, I mean, it would be the total kind of cinema veritas scripting, wouldn't it? But you'd have to be a master of the art of writing. 
a monkey can't be the type or read English of of brain dead or brain alive variety. Brain full. So you've you've made a fool of yourself there. There you go. Well, let's leave it at that now. Um, So that I mean that's that's all I've pulled out. You got any? Any more? That's 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 all of it. You've ended. You ended on the uh, yeah on a high. Um, well, there you go. So, uh, thanks for listening. Please continue to send in your emails to. Um, Have we got it? a needlessly convoluted address that they can? It's herb urb.legends.podcast at gmail.com, which I don't think is particularly convoluted, but Neil likes to criticise it because, yeah. you know, he hasn't come up with anything better. So, yeah. just sitting on the sidelines. I just, I just, I just like a little goblin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> little goblin. Oh, can we have a better one? Or go and get a better one. No, I'm not doing that. That's what you would uh, do. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to criticise. It's far easier. Moan, moan, moan. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's it. And, uh, yes, Series 3 will be uh, released very soon uh, on the 2nd of June. So uh, keep your peeps open. We're dropping this one in the break. Is that the plan for this? Yeah, we'll just stick this one out. Well, yeah. All right. So that's it from this uh, mailbag episode of Urbane Legends. Uh, And thank you all. And we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.